Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... I wish I knew how to speak Japanese. Really? So then I could just do my best impressions of Attack on Titan right now. Because <laughs> if I do my impression now, it will just come off as racist. I'll be like, but uh, <laughs> I th- that was a great impression. That was an excellent impression, Eric. Like, Good job. Great. I wish I knew Japanese because then I could, you know, maybe I should learn some. Uh, dudes, I just want to talk about Attack on Titan. Full, full spoilers. A couple, like a month ago, I was asking you and our listeners to recommend animes to get me into. And, and, I, and I noticed at Comic-Con all these weird people wearing short brown coats and white pants with boxes strapped to their legs. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, oh, that's Attack on Titan. I was like, fuck, this looks popular. You guys all recommended that I watch it. I watched it. Just finished all 25 episodes. And we need to do a spoiler-rific mm-hmm. uh, review. And I have a clear conscience doing it because Cartoon Network just finished airing all 25 episodes two weeks ago. Okay. So I feel like either, one, you saw this two years ago, and I'm the last one to see it. Most likely. Two, you actually watched it on Cartoon Network. Or three, you watched it online somewhere in between that. So I, I, st- I still feel like I'm the last one. If you're someone out here that has not seen Attack on Titan, I am going to be spoilerific. So it's only 25 episodes. So And it's on Hulu um, in Japanese, English subtitles. It's on Watch Cartoon Online in uh, shitty English dub. It's on Crunchyroll. So. Yeah, so if you don't want the spoilers, hit pause and go. But we got to fucking talk about Attack on Titan, dude. Yeah, dude. It was awesome, brother. So I, so I watched the first 13 episodes. Right. I, that, uh, I think uh, whenever it came out, everybody was blowing up about it. The The theme song was everywhere online. And it's everybody, a sweet theme song. Everybody was like, da, 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 drinking the Yanka. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the funny thing is you've only seen the first 13 episodes. Yes. The theme song switches in episode 14. Does it? Yes. It's not – I want to say it's mm. not as good. It's still good. But I just think I fell in love with the original one, which was just ridiculous. Well, yeah. And then grew on me. But so when they switched theme songs, I just couldn't handle it. Ah, uh, see, that's that's like a classic thing to do in uh, in animes is to feature some artist that mm-hmm. will get like super heat, or I guess not heat. Like they'll get a lot of like promotion from doing the intro or the outro for an anime series. So mm-hmm. every thirteen or every twenty six episodes, they'll switch it up, feature a new artist, and then everybody, and then and then that's when your anime, or that, that's when your Japanese pop band gets to tour anime cons in America. Uh, well, it did seem to make sense they switched it because then they opened with all new footage based on what they were doing in the next uh, nice. half of the season. But So, all right. So, Attack on Titan. We're not going to explain what this show is because, like I said, again, uh, we're already talking about we're, – we're talking to the people. Yeah. Um, but, all right. We'll, we'll do it anyways. Fucking 100-foot-tall giant Barbie and Ken dolls because they have no <laughs> genitalia. <laughs> roam the country or just show up in the world and start eating people but not digesting them just eating them until their stomachs get full and then they puke them back up yeah it's really it's messed up but it's like but it's i felt like it was like berserk light and that mm-hmm. like it wasn't like super duper gory it was right. just suspenseful and horror-ish enough like like the titans never like like smear their mouth full of like blood like like oh you got something on your face yeah and there's like somebody's leg 
poking out of their teeth or you know it's, it's, it's not like super like tokyo gore police or anything but it's it's intense enough to where you're you're like you're you're gripped in your in your seat like what the fuck is happening yeah there's some cla- classy cutaways Mm-hmm. They chomp down, you cut away, you see the blood spurt, and then you see the broken bodies afterwards and stuff. Right. So they're eating all these people, and basically, according to this world, you know, there's like a million people left, and they put themselves inside of giant walls, uh, three walls, and you, based on how important you are is based on what wall you live behind. Right. <laughs> so if you're shit poor, you're in the early wall. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're like super rich, you're in the, the fortified third wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, for 100 years, no one's gotten through. And then shit goes down because that's why we have this. And uh, and then they've got this, uh, this what do you call them? What, the Titans? No, um, what do you call, I, I, want, I was going to say special forces. You've got the special forces that are fully equipped to stop them. With their right. three-dimension uh, gear and stuff, they basically shoot out harpoons from these boxes strapped to their legs, which is even cooler than Batman's gun. I mean, it's basically like, all right, guys, we're in like a steampunk universe, but we can have jet packs. So right. <laughs> we're no, going to do I mean, that with like grappling guns. Their 3DMs are amazing because they're connected to their swords and there's triggers in the swords that help, you know, that, that shoot out the grapples mm-hmm. and control the propulsion and stuff. So it, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, absolutely. Whoever created it. And uh, the only way you can kill Titan is you got to use your two swords. You got to chop them in the back of the neck. Cha cha cha. And otherwise, anything anywhere else you do damage to them, they regrow it. But if you chop the back of their neck, they they blow up. And I, I think it, having seen the first thirteen episodes, one of the coolest reveals because anytime they revealed any part of the mystery in the show, I was like, that was awesome. Good job. And it, like the, one of the best reveals is when they showed. Like, exactly why that you have to kill him in the back of the neck. Like, mm-hmm. you have to chop him right there or else. Like, that was the coolest, mm-hmm. I think, you know. Uh, but, man, those reveals were few and far in between, those first 13 episodes. Yeah, every once in a while, they would also have, like, a... Because I watched it on Hulu, so before they cut to one of the commercials, they would just have this graphic pull-up with a ton of words on the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, like, five seconds <laughs> that would give you a little more explanation. <laughs> Of, uh, you know, give you some backstory and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is so cool. So you've got the, the, the special forces. What the fuck? I mean, they were split into three groups called the Scout Regiment, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, Garrison. The We're Going to Dies. Yeah, the We're Going to Dies, the, the Garrison. Uh, the Titan Food. And then there was the Military Police, <laughs> who, were the, uh, who were the, who were the, um, the, my daddy got me out of being in the draft, and yep. I am going to uh, not see any action, and it'll count as, uh, you know, military service i dig that so um and it's cool and it takes you with this uh it after the first attack you get to see all these teenagers all go through military training and they all come out together and like you told me originally their first battle you know like 30 percent of them get eaten yeah man every time another one of them goes down i'm like yes goodbye and who's gonna get eaten next like the first one that gets eaten is like the alpha male yeah. The biggest, blondest, toughest dude that's kind of their leader. Like, and, and you don't even quite see all of it. You just see this titan, and you and you see half of the guy is sticking out of his <laughs> mouth already. And he slurps <laughs> him up like a noodle. Gone. You're like, holy shit. And I was like, well, they're not going to kill women. Oh, they did too. Yes. Oh, yeah, dude. Nobody's so, safe. That's right. And uh, so anyways, you've seen the first 13 episodes. It was – what's the last thing that you saw? Well, uh, well – after the epicness of episode five, 
Episode mm-hmm. five is, is what sells everybody on the show. The main yeah. character gets eaten. Yeah. And, like, his arm and his leg are bitten off. And you're like, oh, my God, they just killed off the main character. Who's going to die next? Mm. Right? Then they then he comes back as a titan and starts whooping ass. And you're like, oh, yeah, awesome, great. This is an excellent direction for the show. Then there's, like, three filler episodes in a row where nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's what killed it for me. And so I basically skipped to... I kept, like, skipping forward, skipping forward. I'm like, all right, all right. Like, he has to pick up the giant rock as the Titan, in Titan mm-hmm. form, and go plug the hole. And finally that happened in episode 13. So yeah. after that, I was like, okay, great. He's sort of gotten their trust. He's sort of gotten control over his Titan form. Now they're all copacetic. Where do we go from here? Episode 13 ends. And that's where I stopped watching. Okay. So I'll fill you in the rest and just talk about how awesome it is. Okay. So you're right. There were some filler episodes. But those are the weakest episodes of the entire series. Well, that's good. Everything is definitely at least better than those. Good. So he's on trial because just like paranoid people, they're like, we got to kill this guy. Mm-hmm. And the only people that stick up for him is the scout regiment. Right. Including Commander Irwin and uh, Shady Levi. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Captain, which, which Captain sh- Levi. He's got shady eyes. Like, okay. everyone else has, like, big anime eyes, and this guy's got, like, the small, like, his much, much narrower <laughs> eyes, like, like, shit. Not, I'm not saying Asian eyes. Um, I'm just saying shady Wait, eyes, because everyone else has got circles, and he's got, like, more rectangles. <laughs> Wait, is that, is that the guy with the beard? No. Okay. He just has, like, black kind of hair parted down the middle. Mm-hmm. And, like, he always, like, he's that guy that will walk past you and then turn his chin around and talk, like, <laughs> over his shoulder to your back. <laughs> like they always do in these animes. He won't ever fucking talk to your face. He'll walk past us. He'll be like, oh, you kind of, you know, it's like, it's like, why did you walk two feet past me, dude? Yep. So they could have that shot where they're both facing in different directions and he says something poignant and you're like, that's exactly what happens. He'll say something and the guy, the guy he's talking to is shocked. He's like, oh, it's like, it's like spitting off screen. And you're like, that's why he didn't fucking talk face to face because the guy would have spit on him. And we're like, like, fuck, dude, really? All right, I'm going to sit behind you and tell you this because you can't handle this in front of me. Oh, my God. I can't can't wait for you to watch another anime and be like, wait a second. He's doing the same exact thing as that guy. It's a a fucking trope city. But now we know. That's why you got to walk past them so they don't flip out in front of you. But, you know, so Shady Levi, his eyes just aren't the big circle eyes like everyone else. So... um, so he, and he always they always look at him. He's like, oh, you know, like he kind of like you know he's got like a rebel talk. With mm. you know, I'm I'm listening. I'm watching it in the the English dubbed at the bottom. So ah. we don't know how perfect it is, but you know, he's always he kind of speaks in little rhythms, and you you don't know what he's doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you got Shady Levi, who's like the second in command, and um, they vouch for him in this military tribunal, and they're like, yo, we're gonna take him. And Levi's like, oh, I'll fucking kill him. If he does anything and beats the shit out of him in front of everyone just for talking. Right. And everyone's like, oh, man, he's a fucking asshole. Oh, well, that's, well, that, hey, Levi, you know, he, he can kill Titans just by looking at him. So, all right, we'll, we'll release them. Right. And, and, and meanwhile, his, his sister, well, Mikasa. It's not his sister. What's, what's, what's cousin? Stepsister? No. Oh, shit. Did you not see what happened? Nope. I must have oh. missed that. No, she Here's, was adopted, right? Well, no. <laughs> she was adopted through murder. Well, yeah. <laughs> So you saw that episode, I right? did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're not blood relatives, except for the blood they shed stabbing the rapists and That's murderers. That's true. She was totally going to get killed and or raped, and so instead they killed the rapist murderers. 
together two <laughs> when they kids. were kids and, they, and 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 she had given her she had she was thought she was going to die and then you know jaeger's like because I don't get that's right you, know, you, you like, have to do it yes which she eventually does to him at the end of the series yeah so you know so you can tell she's <laughs> she has more than just you know she got clearly has got feelings for this oh, kid oh yeah because he saved her but um so where was it yeah so he become he joins the scout regiment and then every single one of his cadet friends joined the scout regiment too well yeah including Jean, you you know the one guy who's like fuck I don't I don't want yes. to be in this Ugh. <laughs> and like and that guy Marco was like no you have to you you could be a leader because you see the shitty side of things and you're not blind with rage like Aaron Yeager yeah so even he's like what the fuck am I doing signs up scout <laughs> regiment and the only one who doesn't is Annie wait wait the potato girl no that's Sasha oh she's good awesome. thank God she's she's, she's, she's the shining light in, in that whole regiment. She's definitely my favorite character. So no, Annie is that blonde one who beats the shit out of Aaron in the in during their cadet training, ah. and she's like she like barely ever talks. She's like like too cool for school. Mm-hmm. And she always said, "I need to get into the top ten so I can qualify for military police, so I can join military police." Because why would I want to fucking die? Right. So everyone else follows Aaron because they're like uh, you know they get caught up in in uh, the the glory, and she's like a oh, peace. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, good. fuck, fuck good, you guys. Good thing too, because man, his original squad all got eaten because of his assholeness. Yeah, and so so they all join the scout regiment. Now here's where it gets so fucking cool, dude. Because mm. they go out on a mission. They want to. They said that we're going back to Aaron's basement because that's where he's got the key. <laughs> that's right. We gotta go to the Aaron's basement. Basement. The whole first. The whole first 13 yeah. episodes, basement, 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 basement. After like six episodes, I'm like, we're never going to see that fucking basement. We got to go to the basement because there are video <laughs> games and pizza bites. No, they're going to get there and there'll be like a Titan. Then they're like, there's no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. They're like, we got to go there because that's where the dad must have performed experiments on him to turn him into a Titan, we think. Right. Well, in that one flashback that may or may yeah. not have happened. Right. Uh, he, that's what he said. He's like, here's this key. Don't yeah. go to the basement. Yeah, you're not ready, but when you get back, we'll never, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it then. Yeah. So they're like, all right, clearly we got to go to the basement, and to do that, we got to go back inside of Wall Maria, yeah, um, which is overrun <laughs> by Titans. Now, does this Pixis, wait? Do, does Pixis get more drunk? Does the other Pix, guy just Pixis like Pixis is done? He's done. He doesn't show up again. What? what after all that effing buildup. He's a regiment commander. We're talking. Or oh. he's the uh, garrison commander. We're talking scout regiment now. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> so the whole scout regiment rolls out and they've got this and this is where it's cool they've got this cool uh pattern that they go out you've got the right flank the left flank you got these middle guys and stuff and mm-hmm. they're all riding in horses and they really spread out and they've got this system of flare guns to warn each other of titans so mm. if you put up a red flare that means you've seen a titan and everyone that sees your flare has to also launch their flare it's kind of like an animal pack mentality hmm so it's kind of like if you're a bunch of meerkats and like there's a fucking snake coming, you, you all like announce and spread across the pack what's going on. Ah. So they do this. Red flare, Titan. Uh, black flare is a variant, which is one of those fucking crazy Titans that you don't know what, they get, what they're going to do. Right. And then a green flare, if you put up the green flare, it means the whole pack is changing direction. Hmm. And so the cool thing is one person puts, you know, Commander Irwin puts up the green flare and other people start putting it up closer to him. And you can see the uh, the pattern of the green flares is shifting whichever mm. direction they're going. So I was like, man, this is this flare system is really cool. 
Okay. And based on what smoke goes up, it can create tension right off the bat because you see some black smoke and you're like, fuck. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, I fucking pee my pants now. Oh, black smoke. <laughs> you know, so they're all pissed. And so they're out into the, into the middle of like uh, green pastures. Mm-hmm. And this female Titan variant shows up. Now, what's up with that? When they when they announced that they were going to uh, do the female Titan, I was like, guys, that kind of destroys the whole thing. You had like the whole metaphor, you know, of the original thirteen episodes, you know, where like uh, where it could have been construed as you know like a male oppression, society, patriarchy, you know, like self destruction, that whole thing. But when you throw it like a, in a female into the mix, like doesn't it kind of like muddy the metaphor? Weren't there females before? No, it was all male. Was well, it? I, I mean, they were genderless, but there weren't any boobs. Oh. Well, I don't remember if there were or not now. But well, anyway, so this female shows up, but she can fucking run like a track star. Yeah. So this is all automatically the new scariest Titan I've ever seen because she is hauling ass. Mm. And she just starts demolishing the Scout Regiment. Oh, damn. Because they are trying to attack her, and then they realize she's intelligent. Right. So they're doing their 3DM stuff. They're maneuvering, coming around there. And she just turns around and she's like, bam, punches one right out of the air. She grabs another one by his his uh, his, his guide wire mm-hmm. and just starts whipping him around in circles like you would with, like, if you didn't know how to how to work a yo-yo. Damn. She's like, and just, like, whips him in the air. This other guy's on a horse, and she just runs up and fucking punts him. <laughs> And then she just like starts mashing people underneath their feet, like she's just killing people. And they're like, "Holy shit, this is bad news!" And she tracks down Armin. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but they're always like Armin. What the the smart guy? <laughs> yeah, the smart blonde-haired kid. Yeah. And uh, she put, but she's about to kill him, and instead she he's got his hood up, and she pulls back the hood and looks at him, and then lets him live. Right, it's his mother. So he's like, Poor "Shit, somebody. what's going on?" Well, she does have blonde hair, so maybe there it is. So. <clears throat> So they're like, dudes, we got to get the fuck out of here. And meanwhile, Commander Irwin and uh, leads the main guys, and Levi has got his Levi squad. <laughs> and they're, can't, they're, can't bust them. <laughs> I mean, they're called Levi squad. I'm not even making that up. Right. I should actually re-nickname them Shady Squad, but they're like the the best of the best. They should be the Squirtle Squad. And they, yeah, and they've got Ur, they've got uh, Aaron with them because uh, Levi's like, stay right with me, or I will kill you. Sure, because that's that's how you build an effective team is stack all your good dudes in one spot. Well, yeah, because you can let all the other ones die, which they oh. do. So, anyways, they go straight into these woods, and the and the trees are like redwoods; they're super tall. Yeah. So they go in there, and the female titan chases them in there. Then all the other cadet corps they line up on the the outskirts of the trees, and they're told, "Don't let any other titans in." Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of hanging out and you know, kind of joking and stuff, and the Titans are all trying to get them, but... I've seen and, I've, I've seen that. I've, I've seen Aaron and the female Titan fight. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, so they get in there, and then you find out that Commander Irwin was lying about going to the basement. Really? So we don't ever see the basement. Fucking A! He lied to everyone about the basement. He was really setting a trap for the female variant in the woods. So she comes running in, chasing after Aaron, and they have all these spear cannons, and he's like, Da-da-da! and they all just fucking <laughs> shoot the spear cannons, and she gets nailed like by a million spear lines, and they got her. Nice. And then he's so, like, "All right, pants unzipped." Zip. Well, no. So so then, so then they're like, "Dude, this is this is a titan just like Aaron. There's there's a person inside this titan. Mm-hmm. We know this because they're intelligent." And he goes, "Check this out, yo. 
that's a fucking spy in there too. They know our 3DM maneuvers. They know all about us. That's why that's why this Titan is pl- plucking us out of the air and killing us. They're like, it's a fucking one of us. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, and of course, be? and they've got one of these other uh, one of the the top uh, people just under Commander Erwin and Shady Levi. Her name is like Han Hans or something. She's got glasses, mm-hmm. and she just fucking loves studying Titans. <laughs> So she's so crazy. She's like, oh, I can't wait. She just can't wait to, like, uh, cut open this Titan. And, and unfortunately, Levi jumps on the Titan's head and he trash talks. He's like, oh, I'm shady Levi. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking kill you. And she's like, ah! And she calls and all the Titans go berserk and eat her. No. Oh. So, and then Commander Irwin's like, yo, you didn't see the body, right? Because there was a person in there just like Aaron and the person slinked off. In fact, the person is one of us. And then you see someone with the cloak pulled up with the th- with the maneuver gear on their legs and they're zipping through the forest chasing down Aaron and the Levi squad without Levi though. Dun, dun, dun. So and they're like, Aaron, trust us, you know, like you gotta trust us. And so they go and uh this one kills the new leader because they don't realize it's a, a traitor and stuff. And then they all go back to fight this person who turns into the female variant. Mm. And uh she just fucking I mean they they look really they do a really good job. They take her down. They cut all her leg and arm muscles and stuff. She's holding her hand over the back of her neck because she, she can protect it. Right. But what you don't know is that this variant can turn into the fucking um, Emma Frost from the X-Men and she can go diamond skin. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So she, she makes her hand diamond skin and she made a couple of things. They poked her eyeballs out, but she concentrated really fast and she regrew one of them in 30 seconds. And then she just slaughters the Levi squad. Damn. Goodbye, Levi squad. So this one, this one chick... Who uh, she was like the toughest chick, and she liked Levi and stuff. She gets fucking curd stomped into a tree. Dude, don't ever <laughs> like anybody in an anime, man. If you're gonna get married tomorrow, you're not gonna make it to the reception. Yeah, she got curb stomped and stuff. Oh. So, but yeah, then Aaron turns into, and then you got Titan on Titan SmackDown, right? Which was just an amazing battle until the female variant fucking karate kicks through a tree through the Aaron Titan's face, <laughs> through a tree and the face, like face gone. And yeah. bites out the back of the neck and has Aaron in her mouth and runs off. Goodbye. And then, and then Mikasa goes full Mikasa. Well, sure. He goes after her. And then Levi jumps in there, too, and he's a fucking badass. So the two of them manage to save Aaron, but they can't, um, they can't capture the female Titan. So now they're back. Oh, I'm probably going too long, so I'll try to speed up. So now they're back, and um, they've lost 100 dudes. Yep. That, that's and, always the way, though. They always come back like, Fuck. <laughs> Well, and, Com- and Commander Irwin, though, he's like, they're like, oh, this sucks. He's like, no, I learned something. He's like, I'm willing to sacrifice anybody. Ooh. That's the only way the humans are going to survive. He's like, Titans don't give a shit. Titans don't care. That one just had him eat him. So if Titans don't care, that's why they beat us. So he's like, and you know Commander what? Commander Irwin don't care. Yeah, Commander Irwin don't give a fuck. <laughs> ask, ask Commander Irwin how many fucks he has to give. Zero. That's how many fucks he gives. So that's how we're going to win. All you guys, you're expendable. Except Damn. me and Shady Levi, and maybe <laughs> Aaron Yeager. <laughs> but now, but somehow they're super embarrassed. You know, this is bad. So they get called in for another military tribunal. Sure. So and then, uh, so because the, then they're like, now Aaron's going to get dissected. The military police, who are probably corrupt, are going to have their way. Blah blah. blah. Yeah. So they go back into the the military police on the top district. Mm-hmm. And Commander Irwin is really, you know, he's told a couple people, you know, there's a fucking spy, dude. And he's like, check it out. I'm Commander Irwin, man. I planned this ahead of time. I knew 100 of us were going to die for this fake mission, but 
That's just what we had to do in order to get us to this part. Sorry, dudes. So they get us apart. And so they know that the military police is kind of corrupt and stuff. So Armin tracks down Annie, like the only cadet that's military police. Yeah. He's like, Annie, you got to help us, dude. You got to help us smuggle Aaron out of the city. And we've got Jean or Jean, whatever, actually taking his place, dressed up as him, you know, because all Japanese spiky anime guys look the same. <laughs> so, so he's he's in cuffs, and they all think it's Aaron, but it's not. And they're like, Annie, you got to help me and Mikasa smuggle Aaron underneath the city and get out of there. And she's like, I don't want to do that. And she's like, You got to. She's like, Okay, I'll do it. And because he, he gives her this, he gives her this big speech, like, I know there's good in you. You came up with us, and come on, prove your and stuff. So she's like, All right, I'll help you. So they're about to go in this underground tunnel that's going to sneak them out of the, you know, get them out of the uh-huh. city and stuff. Sure ain't no Titans down in that tunnel. Well, um, <laughs> they get to the tunnel. They all go down, and Andy's like, I can't go down there. And they're like, Well, why not? And then you fucking realize what's really going on. Armin is double-crossing the shit out of people. Annie's like, I can't go down there because I'm the fucking female Titan. Yep. And then I can't go down there because then I can't transform into a Titan while they're getting stuck. You guys want me down that tunnel because you knew I was a bad guy. And by the way, I know that everyone in the fucking town is hiding behind all the buildings right now going, <laughs> waiting to get me. And Armin's like, fucking get her! And so <laughs> everyone springs at Annie and... and and so you're like, fuck, man. Like, by the way, I knew it was Annie like eight episodes ago. Well, I mean, you know, they made the female Titan blonde. It was blonde. <laughs> so and, you know, and Aaron, when he became the Titan, he kind of resembled him. And she's the only cadet that didn't come over. And she's always been cold and stuff. I was like, oh, she doesn't know their ways. She must be part Titan. Mm-hmm. So so I did. I did predict <laughs> that. I'm sure I had it for the wrong reasons. But anyways, so but the only thing is to become a Titan, you have to hurt yourself and you have to have the desire to accomplish something. Right. So they grab her, they pin her arms and legs, and they put a, a gag in her mouth so she can't hurt herself. Uh-huh. But she has this, like, ring on her finger, and there's a barb on the ring. Oh. She slices herself, turns into a titan, smashes through the tunnel, and basically is almost, is almost killed Aaron. He's got, like, she's, like, underneath concrete. He's got, like, a, a piece of wood pierced through his chest and stuff, and he's like, ah, fuck it, I'm dead. And that's when Mikasa and Armin give him the speech, and Jean gives the speech too. Like, you asshole! <laughs> like, Transform, hurry up. We're all dying, and Mikasa gives the speech, you know, the, the world is screwed. Basically, whatever he said to her back in the day. Yeah. And so she's going, you know, they're all flipping out trying to kill mm-hmm. Annie the Titan, and then Aaron turns into one, and, and he starts getting rocked, but it's still a fucking great fight. Yeah. And then she tries climbing up the wall to get out of there. Aaron rips her leg off, but she's still going up there. And then Mikasa goes full Mikasa, dude. Yeah. She comes around and just and zips past and chops off all of Annie's fingers. Mm. And she starts doing the slow, like, oh, shit, I got nothing. And they, they'll do a close-up of Mikasa. And she goes, Annie, dot, 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 fall. <laughs> and then Annie <laughs> falls to the ground. I was like, yeah! That's the fucking killer line. That is the fucking killer line right there. Annie, fall. Oh, man. Boom. Bitch, you just got served. You just got served. Gonna have to I was like, those fingers. All the ways you could like diss someone as you just beat them, that was pretty awesome. You just tell them to do what they're about to do anyway. It's <laughs> Annie. Fall. It's like, yes. That was so cool. So she falls and uh, Aaron rips the shit out of her. But when he sees her, he can't finish her because she's crying sure. on the inside. And there's a couple flashbacks where her dad did to her what Aaron's dad did to him. Yeah, take her to the basement. Something basically, yeah, because it's very shadowy. He was like, Annie, forgive me, but uh, remember, 
please forgive me, but hate the rest of the world. <laughs> and so the fucking series ends with her, she, and she goes into this like crystal, chrysalis. Uh-huh. Say that sounds fast. Crystal, so crystal. She's in this like little crystal cove thing, and uh, so they can't get at her. So they're like, well, we're just gonna keep her for now. And uh, everyone's like, yo, Commander Commander Irwin's under arrest because they're like, you just fucking, you knew that these Titans were gonna fight in our city. They're like, yeah. They're like you realize when Aaron punched Annie, she fell through a church and killed everyone in the church, right? <laughs> Damn. It's like acceptable losses. Oh <laughs> like, man. Building they fought through, like unlike the Superman movie, they showed all these red blood smears afterwards. Oh. <laughs> then he's like he's like people gotta learn shit shit got real and they're like you know what he's got a fucking point damn <laughs> he's like only now will the human race be able to accept what they need to do if we all become badasses like me and stop giving fucks <laughs> we have a chance and they're like alright throw out all the fucks we're gonna be hard badasses wow. and so like alright you are released you're free to go Scout regiment, and now he's like, now we fucking know what to do. <laughs> we just, <laughs> we just got to keep dying. So they they so the season so the season ends right. Uh huh. They never made it to the basement. Fucking basement. We have no idea why Annie is who she is or why. God. Like, we understand that Aaron became a Titan and he chose good. Why the fuck is she become a Titan to kill humans? We don't know. Mm-hmm. We have no idea why she did what she did. There's no explanation. Yep. It's like, come on, dude. Like, it's fucking lost. And so, of course, I get on Wikipedia, and I ref- I'm not spoiling anything that happens in the comics. Uh-huh. Because it's, but it's said that the, the season one of this cartoon is fully half of all the comics this guy's written. Yeah. I'm like, that's it? It's so... He's, he's doing it. He's, he's porking them out slow. Well, season two is supposed to be the other second half of all this guy does and he's only a couple of volumes away from finishing so season two is supposed to come out next year i saw for for a while they didn't have they didn't have funding and people were like well that's it we get one season and a movie and oh. that's it but nothing got explained yeah so you don't know why annie is bad like why is she bad in killing people like it doesn't make any sense and we don't we don't know anything and the flashbacks weren't fa- fast enough and so i love the shit out of this you guys were right in suggesting it. It was very cool. Um, but at the same time, it was frustrating because you don't know anything other than Levi going to be shady. Yep. Erwin, don't give a fuck. <laughs> Everyone else is going to die. And people just got to get hard you know, about stuff. And then that's it. Wow. And you know, Eric, I feel like that 30-minute description of the season one was amazing. Now I don't have to go watch it. And I feel like somebody should should uh, should – Take your audio and make like a uh, an abridged series. Yeah, you know, thirty minutes making abridged season one of Attack on Titan. That's true. Take all the video footage and put it over the accompanying uh, descriptions I made. Yes. Um. And oh, oh, the last thing Irwin does say, he goes, "Yo, yo, guys, there's a fucking lot of people around here that can turn into Titans in this city. I know it. Come on. And I root them out. That's what he said." He's like, we know it's possible. He's like, that's what's going on, man. That's why people are getting in. So I think he basically says that he, I think he was alluding that the Colossal Titan and the Armored Titan that busted through the walls in the beginning are, might be humans. And that's how they vanished into like steam mm-hmm. so quickly. So he thinks those ones were humans. So that's what he's saying. He's like, yo, there are humans among us that turn to Titans. I will weed you out and throw you in the boo box. Or I'll have, uh-huh. or I'll have uh, Shady Levi do it for me. Well, you know, like so. this... It's it's kind of like lost in that 
you know, the the slower they can release answers to us, the longer they can hold our attention. But there's going to be a breaking point where people are like, where is the basement? Well, you know, I demand the basement. What killed me is like, although, like I said, this was awesome. I highly enjoyed it. But out of all the comics this guy's been doing, by the way, I keep calling it comics because I've never known how to pronounce that word. Uh, you could say manga or you could say manga. Yeah, I don't, that's the whole thing. I didn't want to sound stupid. I was like, is it manga or manga? So I just keep saying comics. I'm, I'm so, not one of those purists that, that wants it one way or another. Some people really have strong opinions about that right. kind of stuff, and they're, they're just ridiculous. And that's why I went with comics, because that's just me saying, yes, I don't know enough about it. Yeah. So, um, um, but this is, I mean, for as, much, for as popular it is, and as many volumes as this guy's written, it's already half over? Mm. Like, this is fully half of the volumes, and then we got to wait for him to finish the other half. But I was like, shit, I hope they get around to the explanations at some point. I mean, there's so many questions. Like, okay, what's inside the innermost wall? What do the ruling government people look like? Well, no, the, they, they show them at the end, kind oh, they of. They do? Well, not, not the ruling government. Like, there's like a council of people. And I mean, that, that last battle does happen inside of Wall Sinai or whatever it's called. Oh, I thought it was like Wall Santa, Wall, oh. wall, uh, wall Maria. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was, Christopher it was, Columbus's ships. It was Maria Rose, and then that S one Sinai or something. But here's the thing, though. Here's and obviously, I've not read the comics, and don't spoil it for me, Bob. I'm just going out with theories here. Mm-hmm. There's these weird priests that um, worship the wall as like mm-hmm. holy objects and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I you know I think you know obviously it's it's always good to doubt religion. Yeah. And uh, so I, <laughs> I have to wonder if I'm wondering that, you know, they, they, they worship the wall and stuff and they hate people. They hate anyone that goes out beyond the wall. So they think the scout regiment is like the devil. Mm. So I'm wondering if these titans in the skies are part of the religion or something. Well, there's it, an easy rule of thumb if you're watching an anime. It's <laughs> uh, if it looks Catholic, they're probably evil. Yeah. I mean, there, there was definitely like one priest guy that was like, like, they're, he's nuts and stuff, uh. and his whole flock of church died when Annie fell on them, except him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I have to, I have to wonder if, if maybe there's like some kind of secret church order that's beyond that's behind this and stuff. But, but yeah, so but yeah, it's already half over. So a uh, season two will be the only other season after this, unless there's like a little small season three. Hmm. And uh, but I, you know, that, that's the problem too. When you binge on something, yeah, watch every episode over two weeks, then you're like, "Fuck, I can't wait anymore." Yeah. So I loved it. I would love to talk about more of it to anyone on our Facebook page, um, as long as they don't spoil what happens in the comics. It's like my Walking Dead experience. You know, I just watch the TV show. I don't want to read the comics until after everything's over with. Um, so so don't tell me what the answers are to these things. Just talk to me as a uh, from the anime perspective of what you think is going to go on. Wow. But. Well, well, I'm so glad that you. You watched an anime. They had a good experience, and now we can laugh at the uh, at the tropes and the various little uh, little quirks <laughs> together. I mean, they're so good. So I was trying to think of like uh, what are some of the other ones? It's just it's so like no one gets fucking lower than Japanese anime people. Like that. I mean, like like depressed. Like, oh, sure. They were like, oh, it's fucking hopeless. <laughs> it is so goddamn hopeless. No, I must rise above the hopelessness. Ah! Yeah. I will rise above it. Oh, God, I can't even fucking move because it is that damn hopeless. No, you've got to move. <laughs> Someone tell him he's got to move. No, I can't move. But, but I must move. I must. <laughs> and it's like, 
who okay, do you ever come across these people in real life that are just like they can't even fucking move? Not because the this world country. is that is that hopeless, you know? I mean, some people don't move out from like their computer screens. And like, God, if I had a dollar every time someone's like sank to their knees in despair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, dude. Well, what, what can we say? What can we say? We're we're Americans. We are stereotyped as being very optimistic people. So this is very strange well, to us. Well, and here's something I want to talk about too. Like, now I've never been to Japan. Mm-hmm. From what I have seen and read in books, they seem <laughs> like people that keep their emotions under wraps. Yes, they're like the Vulcans of the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> but we know they have emotions because they love video games and they kill themselves a lot. Mm-hmm. They've got a bad suicide rate, not to bring us down. <laughs> hey, but, no, it's but, a big problem. But they also love their video games and stuff. Like So, like, they, they do have emotion, but, like, I feel like it's a little more, like, Vulcan kind of thing where it's a little inappropriate to show your emotion over there as much as we do, us crazy Americans. Well, you know, like... Could, could be totally wrong in this, well, but... No, their, their culture is very much about uniformity and everything happens, you know, in a specific way. And even just the, even just the language, there's... Uh, there's like a little bit more like submissiveness to it, you know. Like everybody's everybody's required to fall in line, but then when it happens, great things can happen. Like at the World Cup, all the Japanese fans after their team lost, uh, they cleaned up the whole stadium mm-hmm. like together, and it wasn't like a hey hey guys, you know, we're cleaning up this section, so maybe you should you know no, just like yeah, this is what we do. Boom. Well, so here's where I'm going with this: is are the characters in traditional Japanese anime really an outlet for what a traditional Japanese person feels but cannot express in real life. No. Because I feel like all these... (laughs) All right, all right. Let me just finish this shitty topic. I feel like all these Japanese anime characters just have two switches. Really fucking sad or really, really quiet and reserved and then (laughs) fucking flip out! Like, there's no in between. They just are super quiet into themselves and then they just flip the fuck out and Mm. that's it. Mm-hmm. They just go from one extreme to the other, and there's no in the middle. There's no normal people. Hmm. They're just like super cool and calm and collected, or super depressed, and then they <laughs> fucking super flip out, and that's it. I mean, so I was like, I'm like, uh, do they write I think them? You're some. Do they write them like that way to flip out because they don't flip out as much, and this is like a creative outlet? Maybe they want to flip out more. I'm being super like generalistic here, but well, let me let me let me add to that generalization. No, it's yeah. it, it's it's more just about like um, it's not about having an it, and this is is God. it is it is like is it, or is that just a popular thing over there? Passion is passion popular in anime? Yes, absolutely. Love the passion, absolutely. And grown men crying huge manly tears is totally a thing in their in their culture. There's so but, much despair in these in some of these things. But what but. It, well, I mean you watch the despair show. I mean there's no getting around that. Attack right. on Titan is like fuck the show. No, yeah. but it, it's uh, to my knowledge, and this is my opinion, um, it's not an outlet for for Japanese people. It's that like it goes deeper than that. Every single character is like such a huge non-changing trope and and or stereotype. Like these classic characters uh have always been the same exact way in every show theater you know cartoon a- anything like you you could pick out like all right this is a stereotypical energetic optimistic character all right this is like the calm collected badass who can like destroy anybody you know all well, right yeah I mean, yeah, yeah even and, like and so the, on the line 
even in Dragon Ball Z, you know, oh, yeah. like I'll, I'll just anytime someone finds out that some guy that they're gonna fight has a higher power level, they're like, Ooh! and they open their <laughs> mouth like, Ooh! like they've been punched, and they yeah. fall down to their knees, and it's like it's fucking hopeless. Yeah, you know, I just I don't know. Anyways, it's fun. I like it. I like this shit. It's, it's good. Like, it's like it's almost like the tradition of like no masks or something where like all right, all right, who who is this person? We instantly know who this person is. They don't even have to say anything. You know, mm-hmm. like like. Every anime, like a lot of animes, are exactly the same in that respect. That's why the ones that kind of stick out uh, are the ones that everybody kind of remembers. Well, and I just like this because the the idea was so novel. Like the fucking yeah. the villains are so different, and then how they fight with their devices are so cool. Like I just I really think it's cool. I like the mystery. I like not knowing right away. And I'm sure people are laughing at my dumb attitude <laughs> of all my uh, you know not knowing anything. But it's Whatever. fun. And so and you can feel free to call me an idiot because I am. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know enough about this kind of stuff, but I'm enjoying it. So, um, and now that I have to wait at least another year, which some of you guys are also probably laughing because you probably had to wait two more years because you've been, you've saw this years ago. Um, uh, yeah, recommend me something else. That's cool. Cool. But I, I like this shit. Like, don't recommend something that takes place in like modern day world. I don't want that shit. Okay. Like, so like they kept showing commercials for like this thing called Death Book or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Death Book. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you write Death their book. name down in the in the book, they die. It's a. It's called Death Note. Uh, Death Note. Sorry. I Whatever. Like, I, I like once. Death Book better. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, there's demons and stuff, but it takes place oh, in, the, in, the, in the it takes place in the regular world. I don't want that. I don't want you know. No, no, it's good. Shit. The first the first season of Death Note and yeah. the last couple episodes. Uh-huh. Of season two are actually really good. It's this great cat and mouse game where this guy is like he he happens upon a notebook where if you write somebody's name in it, they mm-hmm. die. And you can write and you can write how they die, when they die, uh, but you have to be concentrating on a picture of them. And so he takes it upon himself to kill off all the bad people in the world. Uh-huh. And that's and that's how it starts. And he starts on his crusade to, ma- to in the first episode massacring thousands upon thousands of known gangsters, uh, people in jail like mafiosos, uh, you know anybody who he believes has committed a heinous crime. And then the whole thing is like uh, this super super intelligent dude and the police get together to try and figure out who is killing everybody, how, and there's this amazing cat and mouse game that mm. really well, is really gripping. So I would definitely recommend Death Note. I don't know. I, I don't want anything to set in the modern world. Okay. So it's like, e- even if there's demons and shit like that, I don't want it in the modern world. So we'll check out I, want, I want stuff, uh, you know, it's like, it'll be like some sci-fi-ish or some fantasy-ish, mm-hmm. you know, um... You gotta, something that's not in the modern era. You got to check. Well, you got to watch Gurren Lagann. Oh, and nothing that's mm-hmm. remotely close to like Sailor Moon. Yes. I don't. No offense to Sailor Moon fans. I don't want. I don't want to yeah, watch no, one about like a bunch of thirteen-year-old girls. No, neither do I. I hate those. So but, uh, all right. So, no, you, you got to check out Gurren Lagann, which I, I'd mm-hmm. recommend for you, and and Death Frenzy. Death Frenzy. Yeah, whatever the hell that the Japanese name for it. But if you just Google Death Frenzy. And how do I how do I spell Gurren Lagann? Uh, I'll I'll send you a link. Exactly, okay. pretty much exactly as it sounds. Okay. Anyway, um, so I read some comics, dude. Sweet. We had we had some number ones that are coming out or have come out, um, and finally, Superior Iron Man is here. Nice. 
Yeah. So, so uh, Superior Spider-Man was kind of an experiment where the writers took Doc Ock's mind and had him take over Peter Parker's body. And right. he became the superior Spider-Man for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Like the things that he was able to do in Peter Parker's body, you know, and like become a superior hero, you know, like change his entire life. All the changes that they made were amazing. It was a great run. I enjoyed it. So Superior Iron Man, they just teased the title, I think at least a year ago. And everybody's kind of wondering, like, are they going to do the same thing where like a villain takes over Tony Stark's? mind mm-hmm. what's gonna happen so this in captain america number one uh with falcon as captain america right it all stems from the huge uh annual that's happening right now axis right okay so uh so spoilers for axis um basically the whole point of axis which is where red skull infuses his brain with charles xavier's brain to get his powers. So it's basically Red Skull with Xavier's powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns himself into Onslaught, and all the heroes of the Mar- Marvel Universe have to go stop him. But they can't. They were all defeated, right? They were all defeated, and then so it's up to the villains to, uh, to come on to Genosha, where they're all getting their butts kicked, and save the day. Totally cool. Love it. Yeah, so it all culminates with... Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch casting these opposite. It's just like they like change the polarities. <laughs> mm. One casts like order magic, the other casts chaos magic to try and uh, free up Charles Xavier's subconscious from the uh, from the Red Skull's brain, so he can stop him. And, and of course, it would be Doctor Strange and the Red Scarlet Witch because one's in a movie next year, and the other one's getting his own movie pretty soon. Yep. So. It happens, and it works, but the side effect is that anybody that was on Genosha at that time gets their alignments reversed. So all the good guys become bad guys. Really? And all the bad guys become good guys. Wow. And at, towards the end of Axis, which has not come out yet, um, they track down most of the people that had their alignments reversed, and they switch it up with, I don't know what, magic or something. But they leave, a f- but a few of them escape intact, mm. and one of them is Tony Stark. Oh, so Tony Stark cool. in the Superior Iron Man is basically villainous Tony Stark, the Tony Stark that is like not afraid to like destroy people's lives to get a buck. All right. Yeah. The first the first issue is all about him releasing extremists onto San Francisco and possibly the world. And Extremis is like, um, it's now become like a mobile app. Extremis is like the, it's like a turn, the original Extremis could turn your body into the Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. You know, in the movies, Extremis turns you into like a Terminator that can like spew fire. Right. In Iron Man 3. In this version of Extremis, it just makes you like, the. it optimizes you. It makes you like prettier, makes you more muscular, you know, mm. like bad things go away. And he basically unleashes it upon San Francisco, and everybody's having a fantastic uh, time. Like, orgies are happening all over the place. Crime is down. <laughs> everybody's just, like, walking around so, super self-confidence. And Tony Stark is like, I'm amazing, and I do what I want. And then after a day, it shuts off. And anybody who downloaded this app to uh, to to get the extremists, a mm-hmm. message pops up on their phone says 
says to get the extremists uh, back, you have to give them, it's like $100 a day. Oh, nice. A day, and he's like, yeah, Tony Stark, <laughs> the villain. That's cool. I like it. You so, guys all going to worship me now. Dude, it's it's so good. And and just reading it, I was like, ah, yeah, this is the Tony Stark we always wanted. He's been villainous in, like, the last few years. He's done some things that people really didn't like him for, like mm-hmm. blowing up other worlds to save ours and uh, shady stuff like that. But now he's just, like, a straight-up villain, which is great. And mm-hmm. the the epilogue to the first issue is that Pepper Potts realizes that there's something wrong with Tony immediately. She's like... In bed? <laughs> no. You never go for ass play. What is this guy? Something's different. It's like me, myself, and Irene The next when she wakes yeah. up the next day. And she's like, you fisted yourself with this hand yeah. last night. No, she's, she goes to somebody and she's like, Tony, all right, this is, we need to implement the contingency plan because Tony's mind has been taken over by something else. And he's like, it's okay. This is what we prep for. And guess who she's talking to? It's, uh, an, uh, it's another Iron Man. Really? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, but it looks like classic Iron Man. Mm. So, so you're but, just seeing the costume or the guy? The costume. Okay. So we don't know who it is yet. Mm. Could be Tony Stark from the past. Could be from another universe. Could be somebody just wearing the suit. Don't even know. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're going to pit... Uh, some other version of, of Iron Man up against villainous Tony Stark in the superior Iron Man. And the, Tony Stark's new Iron Man suit is this, it's like the T-1000. It's like this liquid metal mm. that just like flash freezes onto his body. Okay. Yeah. So everything about it was like, wow, this is a really cool story. This is really getting me hooked. Tony Stark's written really well. I'm into it. Sounds like a nice take on it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, one of the other one of the other dudes to keep his uh, alignment switched is Carnage. <laughs> oh, nice. But, but he's not like a goody two shoes. Like when when he gets his alignment switched, he swings around singing the old Spider Man theme song. Oh, like there's nice. this one page where he's like Carnage Man, Carnage Man. Uh, except he uh, he stops the robbery, but then makes the robber shoot himself in the head. <laughs> so he basically becomes Deadpool. Yes. With the same colors. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, I can do that. Right, and I think Doctor Doom, but Doctor Doom was already, like, leaning good, so... I think this, like, Axis, you know, these big team-up events are all just about, like, all right, what do we get out of this? You know, mm-hmm. how do we get from point A to point B? And point B is, like, all right... We wanted these characters to be either bad or more good, and so we're 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 switching around their brains with magic. Mm. Yeah. Well, we have to make sure we none of the main characters are people are characters that are owned by other movie corporations. True. So we will we will just happen to kill Wolverine right now and cancel the Fantastic Four comic book right now. <laughs> Oh my god, have you heard about what the the things that they're going to do with the movie? It's uh, it's embarrassing. I heard it is an alternative take. It's Doctor Doom is a blogger. Ooh. He's not his Doctor Doom is his online handle. He's just some guy named I don't know Victor Dumovich or something, something uh-huh. like that, who's an online blogger. Hmm. Yeah. Well, 
I'm still going to wait. See, I mean, because, I mean, I always find Fantastic Four to be boring, to be honest. So mm. if they can make it not boring, I'm on board. I just think it's so petty that Marvel canceled Fantastic Four, like their fucking original comic book, and killed off Wolverine, who, you know, because they're fucking sick of Hugh Jackman movies that they don't make money off of. I mean, you know, you had a point. <clears throat> I, I wasn't even thinking about that. But, yeah, like, why feed into these franchises that are making money in the comic book world. Well, even Marvel said it. Marvel was like, well, because they accused them of it. They're like, because someone said, I don't know if it was Chris Claremont, but someone said that the X-Men writers are not allowed to invent any new X-Men anymore. Right. Because then it will just be there. The new characters will become property of um, Fox for the movie. So so they were told, they put a gag order on X-Men, like, don't make anyone else. This sucks. Or to just make shitty ones like Jubilee or something. Or bring bring back old ones like they've been doing. Yeah, so, yeah, and I mean, it's not a coincidence that they just killed Wolverine. Because hmm. they're just sick of not making money off of Hugh Jackman. Sure. But it's so petty, but it's petty by Marvel. They're like, alright, well, let's kill Wolverine and cancel the Fantastic Four comic book in hopes that the movies won't make as much money and then we can get them back. I mean, that's uh, that's definitely one way to look at it. I mean, well, the, I, the Marvel guy I, even said it. The Marvel guy's huh. like, well, you know, it's like we could either put more of our effort into these characters that we get 100% of the returns on, yeah. or we could put more of our effort into these characters that we only get a very small percentage on. He's like, so what would you do? Right. But it still seems like it's, it sucks if anyone liked the Fantastic Four comic book. I liked I liked certain runs. I mean, everything up to the Future Foundation was mm-hmm. great, but you know, I'm not so tired of those characters that I can't say goodbye to them and go read something else. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, I've uh, never been a fan, so I, I I'm I am a fan. I love the the uh, what the '60s TV show or '70s. Yeah, the original cartoon. Oh yeah, that made me a fan. But mm-hmm. but you know, they're just characters. You know, it's like they're also broken. All their old properties are broken. You know, the the like. Like certain morality codes, like Batman's morality code, mm-hmm. uh, su- superhero super identities don't really need to exist in this day and age anymore. So I'm all for you know tanking a property and then reinventing it, like they're doing with uh, with Miss Marvel. Well, I'm just glad they killed Wolverine because I can't stand him anymore. Yeah. Wolverine was cool when he was the third banana on the X Men team. Third banana? Yeah. <laughs> Who was the second banana? Well, there was Cyclops, then there was Storm, then there was Wolverine. Mm. Like what? Like what? Like and he was tied for third with everyone else. Ah. Cyclops, Storm, and then there's Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Shadowcat, and I liked it because he was just one of the cool guys on the team. Like he was just the badass. Yeah, like, it had a temper and stuff, and he was so cool. Once they turn him into fucking like, Jesus, <laughs> stupid, <laughs> you know? Like he just became so awesome, and now he's like the super leader. Like. I will fucking quote Wolverine to you. Back in the day, after Storm left, when she mm-hmm. got her powers deactivated, Nightcrawler became the leader. And he was like, he's like, I don't want to be leader. This sucks. Wolverine, you do it. And he's like, nope. He's like, I ain't the leading type. He's like, go. but if you're good enough, I'll follow you. That's it. And now, you know, and then they turn him into this fucking, oh, I, I fucking run the school. I'm the headmaster. I'm the fucking leader. It's Wolverine and the X-Men. Such shit. I'm glad they killed him. Yeah. And hopefully well, stays I, dead for a while. Well, it. I feel like for years now, he was just getting like lower and lower on the give a crap totem pole. Like first they took away his adamantium scale. No, no. First they nuked him to where yeah. there was like barely anything left. Mm-hmm. All right. Then they brought him back and took away his adamantium skeleton. 
Stupid. Okay. Then they took, right, so he has, like, these bone claws, which nobody understood at the end of the Wolverine. Oh, well. Yeah, stupid. Uh, then they took away his healing factor. Stupid. Then they're like, well, we're going to take away your job. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> then he's got, he's basically, he's got nothing left in terms of story, you mm-hmm. know? So they killed him off. Who cares? Like, at that point, oh. there's no ties to any other anything else so i'm cares? glad they killed him i just think the the real corporate reason they did it was shitty but i'm glad that they did you know, you know it's kind of like your heart was in the wrong place but i like the outcome <laughs> <laughs> all right so um yeah so those were excellent and i know i totally spoiled the crap out of superior iron man for you but you know check it out pick it up yeah. you only spoil. I, I just spoiled a whole series you just spoiled <laughs> you just spoiled issue one <laughs> yeah i know you like so they will be interested to pick up the rest of them i just recap the shit out of everything but yeah. anyways i really do think i'm the last person in the world to see attack on titan anyway so all right yeah i think i'm in the clear on that one yeah so. and-, <laughs> <laughs> and, any, and anyone that i wasn't could have like turned this podcast off like five minutes in when they realized it so yeah no, I, I think a lot of people listen to this podcast while they're taking a, like a really long dump, and they just need to get their mind off of like the turd that just will not come out of their intestines. They're like, "Come on, come yeah. on! This is a cruel world we live in, Mikasa." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the screams, like I don't, I haven't heard such screaming since like fucking One Piece. One Piece is all, like Luffy is always screaming like that. They must shred their vocal cords in the recording studios. No man, there's just something about like, like a lot of a lot of uh, Chinese are uh, pitch perfect. A lot of Japanese can scream really loud and really long like that. Mm. Just I think it's just a part of uh, of your language when you grow up. Well, cool, dude. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah. yeah so it's fresh in my mind. I definitely want to talk about it. So more people get on our Facebook page, and maybe we'll start like a thread or something. We can chat. So you can. But just know. Uh, no uh, comic spoilers, please. Yeah. Because I'm sure a lot of people know what already happened, why Annie did what she did. I, I don't want to know. I, I like finding out when the cartoon <laughs> happens. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Probably didn't get to the basement yet. But if you do know if they got to the basement, don't tell me. I just want to strictly talk about the anime. I mean, at this point, by the time they get to the basement, there'll be nothing left. They'd be like, where was your house? I don't know. Some Titan stepped well, on it. I, they really did get smashed in the beginning. So, yeah. So that's true. Well, and uh, I mean, maybe the the maybe the band that plays the theme song will play at Magfest, and that would be awesome. We li- literally, <laughs> Eric, one yeah. time at uh, I think it was at Katsukon or Anime Mid Atlantic. It was probably Anime Mid Atlantic. Uh, there was a Japanese band headlining. I, I don't remember their name, but they did the they did the theme song to uh, Gurren Lagann. So they were yeah. hot because that anime blew up. So they were super hot, and they were touring America, going to anime cons. Mm. And uh, we had a camera, and we were doing various interviews and skits and crap like that. And the management company that brought them to America asked us if we would take the concert. Oh, cool. And, and I said, sure, because we, yeah. we had like three cameras mm-hmm. uh, amongst like, the, like our little collective. So we did. And it was like it was a window into both like... The awkwardness, I guess, when the cultures clash, when you bring a Japanese band over, there are certain expectations that happen in every single Japanese concert, like big concerts, mm-hmm. which is uh, the band is up there. They're like, thank you. Good night. We're not coming back. Goodbye forever. And they leave. And then an in-between comes back and he's like, hey, guys, 
If you chant really, really loud, the band will come back. And I'm going to tell you what to chant, and now we're going to chant. But you have to do it really, really loud, or the band's not going to come back. Yeah. And this happens every time. Like, I didn't realize that this is, like, a thing that happens every time. And it was literally, like, the guy's like, guys, you're not chanting loud enough. He's, he's, he's like, looking back, so he's like, it's not loud enough, guys. Louder. You must <laughs> get louder somehow. I don't <laughs> care what you have to do. Get louder. <laughs> but, uh... I mean, they were great. They they didn't speak a lick of English. They came up to the uh, to the guest room where everybody was like chilling and eating food later, and Guitar Hero had just dropped, and you know the guitarists and bassists are having fun with that, not playing but just pretending to be like, "Hey, look at this!" in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Look at this piece of plastic crap. What about you? <laughs> anyway, dude, let's spoil Korra for another week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, we'll do a double core <laughs> next next week. Oh, I said spoil, but we could skip too. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? I said spoil. I thought you said spoil core for another week. Yeah, we could skip it this week. Well, when you said spoil for another week, I was like, so that means we spoil <laughs> it next week? Let's spoil it next week because nothing really happened this week. Who cares? Oh, I disagree. This is I love this episode. Yeah? All right, let's just do this one for like two <laughs> minutes and then okay. I, then I, I got to go after this. All right, all right, all right. Okay. This was action-packed, and I literally mean action-packed. How cool was it that they had a fucking train fight? Mm-hmm. They had a fucking we got to sneak across the border and get caught fight. Like These are like classic tropes, if you will, since you were talking about that earlier, that they had fights for. They had a classic car chase fight, but all these classic fights that you see in all these different movies were done with bending powers. Mm-hmm. So I was pumped. I like seeing all these these classic fights, but with bend, but reimagined with the bending powers, like on top of trains and stuff. What would you do? I don't know. Use your metal bending skills to rip the fucking top of the train off. Yeah. So and like a car chase, I don't know. I'm just gonna lift up the ground and stop you. Like, uh, so I just loved. I loved all the fights this mm. episode. Like, and there was a ton of them. So I was pumped. I was I was less pumped that like everybody argued when they got back together. I was like, oh, like well. everybody was like, hey, fuck you. Hey, I haven't seen you in three years. Up yours. Well, those three are never good together. Yeah. So, and I don't even really, they're just kind of manufacturing drama. Yeah, I answered your letters and not his, so Yeah, who cares? so I don't give a crap about you. I wonder, I, I kind of wonder if Cora's going to wind up with anybody because everybody was like really horrible to each other. <laughs> now, I, well, one thing that was cool is that clearly Bolin has been working on his lava bending for three years. Yeah, dude. Because he's the lava bending master, and so he's way tougher now. I act. I'm rooting for him and Varric to lead the revolution against Kuvira. For them to be the real heroes, and for uh, and for Bolin to to become like the new ruler of the Earth Kingdom. And how cool was Varric? Awesome. The guy is totally reformed, and he's super cool now, and hilarious still. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so. Varric manufactures some kind of uh, however the heck you destroyed those uh, those mechs because mm-hmm. the Earth Kingdom needs more of those. The only thing that was slightly lame at the end was they uh, they went oh maybe this is ironic they went full Avatar the movie really <laughs> well, yeah because at the end of the episode and I'm when I say Avatar the movie I mean like the fucking blue skinned people alien cat aliens oh yes. From the four-hour movie that ripped off Dances with Wolves? Yes. But what happened in that Avatar movie? Oh, the fucking Tree of Life. Let's show up with our helicopters and chop it down. So at the very end of The Legend of Korra, that's what happens. 
Kavira, all our people showed up in their like war blimps, and they got to cut down the tree of life that Toph says connects to the entire world. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like messed up how it seems like the villains in every single book in Korra they always have like the drop on everybody. Like mm-hmm. there's the, the good guys like. What the heck are the airbending dudes doing? What is anybody doing? Like, why don't they, why aren't they keeping tabs on Kuvira's army and stopping them from I don't know destroying the tree of life? Yeah, why it's is, just like you know, like you just shouldn't have just because you're the top airbender, Tenzin doesn't mean you should have any role in the government. Yeah, you know, it doesn't make you a smart person. It's like it's like athletes. Benders are like athletes. Mm-hmm. Some of our athletes are very intelligent people, and a lot of them are fucking dumbasses. Yep. And you shouldn't make our athletes run the country either. <laughs> so, you know, that's just so, like, it's, yeah. The, the good, bad guys get the drop on them all the time because the good guys are, because good is dumb. Yes. Yeah, well, a lot of times I know, I know that from a writer's perspective, you have to get from point A to point B. You know, right. you have to get to episode 13, part one, where Kuvira has her finger on the trigger and she's going to blow up the world with her spirit vine nuclear mm-hmm. weapon. Right. We have to get there. You know, it has yeah. to be bad and terrible and whatnot. But like the good guys always get the shaft and they always are made to look like fools. Which yeah. is which is too bad. They need they like Batman Beyond, at least he had Bruce Wayne. You know? Mm-hmm. He had old man Bruce Wayne uh, to be in the Batcave and be his brains for him and be like, Hey stupid, get over to the church because that's where the Joker will probably be. Mm-hmm. You know, and Terry McGinnis could just concentrate on being the muscle and, you know, failing, but like winning in the end. But Cora, there's like no smart good guy that's willing to take the lead and be like, hey, guys, look at the vi- what the villains are doing. Instead, it's just all like reactionary, which I don't know. I guess it's more like a like a pet peeve. Like I see that and I think like, come on, guys, where the F are you? Plus, also, how old is Cora? Yeah, exactly. And they're all just 21. like, make the avatar do it. Yeah, and she's like, "I'm just a stupid kid, with awesome powers, yes, but I really shouldn't be making decisions either." You know, they put so much on her plate. Avatar, go do it. Yeah, Avatar, this shit. You know, it's like, <clears throat> you know, I, in the beginning of the series, they were trying to train her, and they've just fallen away from that. Yeah, I mean, yes, Toph did just give her training, which she's going to use. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they were trying, like, instead of training in her bending powers, they should have been training on how to be a leader, an adult. That she, you know, she should be going to college. Oh yeah, you know, like that's how she, they should be training her. You, you should be training her how to make decisions and lead people. You know, fucking go to Commander Irwin's school and just sacrifice <laughs> everybody. Be a hard ass. Stop giving a fuck. Actually, we know that's how she's gonna win at the end of this season. She's just gonna stop giving a fuck. Well, she she has to be <clears> like, <throat> wow, hey, I'm hallucinating, and you look like me, so I have to kill myself. Isn't that yeah. strange? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, by the way, when they showed last episode when Kavira had the Avatar eyes, I thought that she was some kind of secret hidden Avatar for about two seconds. And then I was like, oh, wait, Korra's seeing herself. But for two seconds, I was like, eh? Oh, man. So, I'm a I dumbass. Want, see, I want book three Avatar who's like, Avatar smash! Ah. Yeah. You know, just bring out that Avatar. You know, just, you don't have to, like, kill anybody. Just take it out on, like, every vehicle that they have. Every tank, every mech. Destroy, like, their infantry. Well, that's what's going to happen at the end of the season. It's like, Cora, don't give a fuck. And she's going to crush everybody. Hopefully. Like, now, go rule yourself. I'm going to go live with Toph. Maybe maybe because this is literally the last season of anything Avatar, maybe they'll end it with the world being blown up. <laughs> they'll yeah. be like, she was a stupid teenager and she couldn't save the world. Well, I mean, it is called balance. Maybe she will just kill all the leaders. Maybe she'll go full Red Lotus. Oh, God. 
She'll be like Anakin, chosen one balance. <laughs> <laughs> you were the Avatar. <laughs> you were swimming hope, not kill everyone. You're like <laughs> the only the only bender is a dead bender. Yeah, she's like I'm starting to realize what the season one villain uh, knew that was correct. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, bring back Amon. Yeah, like where's he at? He's he's you know he's probably in like an island in you know the middle of nowhere. Well. They sure made it look like he blew up on the boat. He did, but he's dead. He's he's official dead. Oh, okay. All right, so before I tell you where you can find our podcast weekly episode, I have one more review. So okay. I was actually uh, so I run a video game film festival uh, every year at Magfest, biggest video game film festival in the world ever of all time. One of the films I was looking at was this short film called Game Companion. Directed by Jeff James Monson and Brian Moreland. Um, it's a no budget. It's about 12 minutes long, but it's like, it's got one of those, we talk about tropes all the time. Here we go. It's one of those classic tropes where uh, two losers uh, get hooked up with a sweet anime chick. Oh, sweet. I like it already. I know. It's like, it's like one of those classic formulas. Two losers, hot anime chick that's way too good for them, hijinks ensue. Wait, so we're talking like, Fucking weird science, but with a video game twist. Kind of, yeah. I I love weird science, by the way. Eighties movie. Look it up, people. It's like the cast is definitely old enough that they probably were thinking that. Oh, sweet! <laughs> I love weird science. So if this is weird science video game, I'm on board. It's kind of like it's kind of like that. It's kind of like weird science meets video game, except it's a no budget. So everything was shot either on a green screen or in one living room. So that, so that works. Right. Half a, half a weird science happens in a house, so I'm exactly. good. Exactly. You know, and uh, I think there there's some things that this film does extremely well. Like um, for a long time, um, Extract Studios was trying to get this web series off the ground where they have all these different fighting game characters live together in a, in a house. This reality TV show it was amazing, uh-huh. but they could never get the fight scenes down because they wanted mm-hmm. to use Mugen or these other things. This film gets the fight scenes in the video game world correct. Nice. You know, they have dudes in costumes fighting against a green screen, but they filter the crap out of it and get mm-hmm. like some sweet effects in there. It looks great. Cool. Yeah. When they when they use the same when they use the same kind of like coloring effects in the real world, it doesn't work as much. But uh, the inside of the video game, it looks great, and that's really the highlight of this uh, film. I feel like it's everything they did in the video game world was great, and like the in the credits. There's like at like thirty to fifty dudes that they that they incorporated. Mm, so they really cool. they really went all out getting these fight scenes captured and it really stands out. So it was a video game character girl that comes out or an anime? It's like the anime chick trope from the video game. It's so she so she comes out I guess you could kinda quote you know, I hear I'm saying weird science, you could say cruel world too. What's that? Uh, cool world, sorry, cool world. Oh yeah. Remember, remember Cool World with uh Kim Basinger, she's the character, she's the, the Jessica Rabbit, and she comes out, and she's Kim Basinger in real life. Mm-hmm. I think, like, Brad Pitt was in that before he was cool. Yes. Yeah. So, um... It's, it's also, like, like Video Girl Eye is this old anime that's the exact same thing. So, the person, so, when they come out, they're an actual person, they're not just, uh... Yes. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, Sounds but, it, good. But, but in this one, they're like, where am I? Why am I not on the temple kicking ass? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Hijinks ensue. And I was asked specifically not to spoil this film... But okay. the ending is pretty great. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not really spoiling it. No. So, it's not. It's not my level of Attack on Titan spoiling. So. <laughs> no. No. But so, 
the 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 film is called uh game companion so nice. I'll look for it i don't know when it'll be out but i'm sure it'll be on the internet at some point cool all right well yeah i'm gonna have to, i'm gonna have to check that out then all right cool so Everybody, thanks for listening. You can check us out. We're the Jumpman Podcast. We are a weekly video game slash movie slash whatever podcast, comics included. You can check us out every single week by subscribing to us on iTunes. That's an easy way. Uh, we're on RetroWareTV.com, Elder-Geek.com. Our headquarters are over at JumpmanPodcast.com. And you can check us out on Facebook. Yeah. Come tell me how dumb I am because I'm a, a rookie to most anime, so... Word and uh, shout out to, shout out to Cameron Ward and and Vidmantas and everybody else that commented on our Facebook wall this week. You guys are awesome. Sweet. Thanks, dudes. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. All right. So. Jumpman engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand.